Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and the genius. Bass. Bass. I like him. If I ever miss a show, I could just bring my man Bass. <laughs> you know, cover his face up and just rock the mic. And today we welcome Dan Levy to the hot seat. Here is Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Hey! Welcome to Levy Cast, and I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This is the best guest I'm ever going to have on this podcast. <laughs> he is an NFL Hall of Famer. He was scary as a player, and he's probably just as vocal as any celebrity out there. He is Warren Sapp. And the first time I ever saw Warren Sapp, I moved uh, in high school, Warren, when I was uh, 15 years old. And I moved from Connecticut to Omaha, Nebraska. And the only thing I ever heard out of people in Nebraska was we love our football team. We love our football team. And then they were going to play in the championships against this team in Miami. <laughs> and they were all like, there's this one player that everybody in Nebraska was afraid of. And they said your name. They never showed anybody else's games in Omaha. They just showed Nebraska. And I saw a highlight on you and I was like, Oh my God, that guy can kill the whole team. <laughs> He's amazing. And that was the first time I was introduced to you was watching you tackle something. You tackled somebody with a finger. I remember that. I remember watching a game and I remember watching you. No, no, one hand, one hand. Lawrence Phillips, he was going, he was going up the middle. And you tackled it. And he was like, he was the beast of beast in towns and you crushed that guy. Took him off his feet. It was the old horse collar. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> but at the same time, you were being held back by three other people, which was amazing. Uh, you got to wither yourself around every now and then, boss man. So you got you to try to make it work. But Nebraska won its first championship that night. It's not a good night. I had a good night, but it wasn't a good night. I was going to say, <laughs> you, they may have won the championship, but you became a freaking legend and you started a career that was that no Nebraska player has ever been able to pull off. So. I will say that you you won you won the you won the war. Thank you. <laughs> so the last time the last time you and I talked was on our buddy Brett Boone's podcast, and all I asked you was a simple question, and the question was this: What did you think of Justin Fields? And here's the audio that has gone viral. Because what I'm hearing out of Chicago is they're finna package him up, trade him for some other pieces, and then go with the Bryce kid from Alabama. Wow, I did not know that. That's a good. That's a good little insight no, right there. You, oh, you know, I'm I'm in Florida and I hear this and you haven't. They haven't really told us anything. Trust me, there's a bunch of there's, a, there's, there's smoke <laughs> everywhere talking about them trading Justin Fields and going out the price. So those are your words. I, I got cussed out by Sports Illustrated. Some guy called me an idiot. I said, "Whoa, wait a minute!" <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> wait a somebody minute. in Sports Illustrated cursed you out for that. Oh, yeah. Told me I'm irrelevant and how the hell am I? Do I have an opinion? And who's taking my opinion? I said, really? I said, I haven't picked up a Sports Illustrated in a long time. <laughs> I, think, I, think they, I think he might be irrelevant, but I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not that guy to tell somebody that. So, you know, it was just an opinion I had heard one, one morning. And then I looked up with 91 sacks and a winning percentage of 20. I was like, I can see that. Because, I mean, I, I I am totally lost because all of a sudden I watched a quarterback who had 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions in college. They're talking about a top 10 pick for this kid now. I'm thinking to myself, what game did he play? Agreed. <laughs> huh? I said I agree. <laughs> what did you say? I agree. I agree with I'm, you. I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded right now. They're telling me this kid's going to Seattle. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Didn't Seattle just pay Gino $103 million? They did. They did. I, and then, I mean, and the best thing that the NFL did was, you know, eliminated the $70, $80 million, you know, coming into the league for playing in college. Matthew Stafford was the last one to get one of those. I think it was, what, 68, 78, something like that. Either. That was crazy, yeah. Yeah, stupid. And it was about to go through the roof. It was about to get to 100. And they stopped it. So now you got to work and earn your money. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, Justin Field is on the, his rookie deal, but the pieces that you'll need to put around him, and then how much more, you know, five and 20 years you're going to go? You know, five for 25. Agreed. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know many people that that, that going to keep their NFL job, you know, picking and, you know, putting a team together. Winning, winning at the Mendoza line, and this ain't baseball. 
<laughs> Agreed. Agreed. You know, I, 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 hey, I, I, so I just wanted to know, you know, they cussed me out in Chicago. I'm like, Damn, I'm not the GM. Nobody. I was, I'll I say this: the 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 flag that came your way was outside of Chicago. Nobody, nobody here was nobody here was coming at you because everybody was. Okay. We still want to know what is happening, and it, it's a new regime that's taken over, so we don't know any right? any flag that came your way did not come here. Oh, it was outside. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm good in Chicago. Good because I love Chicago. That's my city. <laughs> no, no, we're because when you said hey, that, I want to make sure you know because. I, I still wanted to know what this new regime is now doing to better the football team around Justin Fields that they now, I guess, they're committed to keeping, correct? I guess so. Well, we haven't seen the draft yet, and that's the one thing that you said come draft time, he may not be here. Are you still hearing that? I I don't know. I, I You know what? Marshall said that's his guy up there, and he said he wasn't interested in moving him. So okay. we'll see. I mean, now they've gone from the, what, first pick to the ninth? Right. Got the 39th and the 61st? Right. Name me a 39th or a 61st pick that's a bomb pick. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Well, that's why I still think I, I still think there's a chance for him to get moved. So I don't know. I, I there, there's way too much going on, and this is not the same regime that's been in Chicago for a while. So I, this is the one draft where usually we know they're going to go for boring picks and they're not going to really move the needle. But this is the first off season I ever remember being in Chicago where they've done things that have shocked me. What have they shocked you with? That they actually made moves in the offseason. <laughs> they never. No, I, mean, that, 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 I mean, give me, give me two moves that they made in the offseason. I mean, other than this, this, this trade we're talking about with the number one pick. Well, that and they actually got DJ Moore, and yeah, you're right, and just picking up some defensive pieces. But usually in the offseason, they're the team that thought, doesn't that didn't do anything. We were, I thought, I thought we were trying to go get some offensive linemen, and I've seen a couple of them move around. I thought so too. I was going to ask you the same thing. I thought we were trying to secure. I thought we were trying to keep Justin Fields upright, so we ain't got ninety-one sacks, and then his ability to, you know, with his legs would be more advantageous to the team. Or I, I, I'm like, what? I'm like, huh? So what if you're, doing? so if you were to put on your GM hat right now, what are you doing with Justin mm-hmm. Fields? Uh, don't know. That's not my thing. I'm a defensive guy, okay. But if I was building a team and I wanted to put it together, I'd give him pieces that 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 lends to his strength, and then work on his weaknesses that we have. Gotcha. Because the way you the way you beat a man is you attack his weaknesses. The way you break a man is you go through his strengths. Gotcha, gotcha. So let me ask you this: If the Bears are going to be going for another quarterback in this draft. Are they making a mistake by doing that? Because I remember you saying that they that they were going to probably reset the clock. Should they also be going for another quarterback in this draft, or should they just keep building around? With the ninth pick, who's left? <laughs> look, like, look like every quarterback in the world going, even one that, that, that wasn't good in college. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> I mean, we started this off with a conversation about Richardson. I didn't know you could use a 40-inch vertical to throw the ball. I didn't know you could use a standing broad jump on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> well, that's because they don't got. That's because they have rules that stop guys like you from going to get them. No, I mean, no, but I mean, I just don't know. You use a, a standing broad jump on a Sunday afternoon. True, true, true. I just, I, I just, I've never chased Steve Young, and all of a sudden he went into a standing broad jump, and you know, and then I had to do one too, and then whoever jumped the furthest get the sack, or he gets away. <laughs> that's no, you make a good point. The way we play this game. Hey, I'm I. I've seen a lot of workout warriors, you know, the Adam Archuletas, the Mike Mamulas, you know, that went and did a 10-9, 10-8 standing broad jump, vertical disc, jumped that, ran that. And then you put that tape on on Sunday, and there's no bench pressing. There's no, there's no vertical. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to play this game now. <laughs> you got to play this game. I, I remember when I worked out in college, and, and I did 225, 16, 17 times, and uh, Tom Coughlin and Michael Hughes, first pick Jacksonville had, they walked up to me and Tom Coughlin had to scoff on his face like, you know, I had just embarrassed myself that, you know, I listed 16, 17 times, 225. And I looked at him, I said, Coach, you got this look on your face like, you know, like you smell something bad. He's like, what? You didn't 
you know, whatever, 16 or 17 times. I said, well, I said, Brandon Scott did it, what, 43? He said, yeah. I said, put the tape on and tell me which player you want on your field. <laughs> I walked him out to the, I walked him out. I said, Coach, come and show He walked out to the field with me. I showed him. I said, what's out there? What do you see? He said, two football fans. I said, actually, two and a half. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the artificial turf. I said, you see a bench press on any of them on the 50-yard line? Yeah, how much you can do in this room here is what you can do out there. It's last time I checked how you evaluate the football player. But, hey, you know, this is your pick. Do what you want to do. 17, 16 is my number. That's me. I, I'm, I'm not a weight room guy. <laughs> no, not a weight room guy, but a freaking beast on the field. Listen, listen, the game is about leverage. I play it with my legs. You, you want to you put the legs, I'll put 600 on the bench and, you know, the, the squat machine and, and, and play with it, you know? You, you want to you actually, I play the game with my legs and my head. I don't play it with my biceps and triceps. You know, well, you know, a little maintenance, but you know, I, I'm not going to hit Curls for the girls, man. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> girls are for the girls. That's what I tell my wife too. That's what I tell my wife too. Hey, that's what you do, baby. You go in the weight room, you do the curls. Curls for the girls. The rest of it, hey, man, I'm good on that. But you know, different people evaluate different things. But I know this: something has gone wrong with the evaluation process. It honestly has. <laughs> it, it is. There's too it much. Has. There's too I mean, much stock in the combine. I agree with you. Way too much stock in numbers that make no sense on a Sunday afternoon. And you think they've seen this enough. So what? Is so, that the first time we've seen a dude come to the combine and blow it up? That's true. They're bigger, stronger, faster. They are. They're bigger, stronger, faster. The, the, the kid from Northwestern ran a, what, 4-5 at 280? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, what? But you put his tape on. He, he he looked like Tarzan running, but he plays like Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> you can't you can't put him. I mean, and then I, I tell him this all the time. Boy, you never play an NFL game with shorts and that little shirt on and them little shoes that you run around. That's kind of <laughs> it's different when there's actual padding on. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. You look at sexy. You look at fast. Now put your pads on. Let's see. Everybody's got a plan until Warren Sapp hits you. Hey, everybody's got a plan until you put them pads on. That's the key. Can you do this with your pads on? We don't play this game in shorts and a T-shirt, in a, in a, in a spandex-looking shirt. No. We play this thing in between the lines for 60 minutes, and you're about to get hit in the mouth. Now what you going to do? <laughs> hey, man, I, I love this game. It, it will humble you to your core, and it will raise you up to heights you never thought you, you, you could ever reach. Now, here's the interesting thing for me. Is there anything else Well, is there anything else you're hearing about Chicago and any, any other news that you might be hearing through your, your people? Nah, I really haven't. It's really been quiet. I, I was like, you know, because I, I really think they're guessing. Okay. I, I really do because because DJ Stroud ties you know all 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 the measurables right right but when when the last time you seen Ohio State quarterback do anything it's been a long time sir <laughs> it's been a long time it's all, it's almost it's almost like you're about to draft yourself a Penn State running back right that's true that's true <laughs> hey it's it's just one of those things that. It's, it's corky about sports. They they don't do well. They don't do well. God bless Haskins' soul. But the guy that you know holds the record, what, 49, 50 touchdowns in a season, is no longer with us. Oh, my God, you're right. Crazy. You're right. Crazy. 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 Just just crazy. Just crazy stuff. And trust me, them, them, them guys in those GM places, they, they go over everything. And the information is right there in front of them. But right now, Carolina – it's a gut pick. Hmm. They had the number one pick the first time, and they traded it away. And and the Bengals chose Kajana Carter my year, and now here they are, <laughs> twenty something, almost thirty years later, about to do do, do the, the switching up to go up to do. Now who's that pick? Who you go get? Probably another quarterback. Jalen Carter can't even finish his workout. <laughs> you know what? He was he was actually my next question for you. What do you make of that? You know what? And the kid is from Apopka, Florida. 
<laughs> went to a Popka High School, just like me. <laughs> and I was like, wow, he's about to be, he's about to beat me, Sammy Smith, Aaron Jones, and Brendan Merriweather, because we got four first round picks. Damn. And number nine, I'm twelve, Aaron Jones fifteen, and Brendan's thirty fourth, thirty first. So we already got four first round picks from my high school. And I was like, damn, he's about to beat us all. Damn. He's about to be a lower, lower, he about to be a higher pick than all of us. And all hell broke loose. Wow. I don't know what to make of that. I really, really don't. I mean, wow. Now, when you were when you were coming up with the, when you were coming up in the draft, the only thing that people ever said was that you were smoking weed, which everybody does now. That's not even like a thing. <laughs> that I mean, you don't I, hear the bad part. No, 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 no. They didn't just say that. Trust me, it went from five o'clock at weed to eleven o'clock. It was cocaine. <laughs> They were trying to slide your. They were trying to slide your draft status at that point. Trust me, and then I get to New York, and it's seven drug tests. I'm like, what? What? I never took seven drug tests when I was at the University of Miami. Oh, people forget that. I mean, it's it's one of those stories that I never want told again, and and never want to hear again. But it's the nightmare of all draft nightmares. Trust me, this is what. So wait, at, at, at draft night, at draft night, they're drug testing you. 11.30 11.30 p.m., uh, uh, your boy comes on with uh, Chris Morton's seven. Chick for marijuana. I didn't take seven drug tests at the end. And I was at the University of Miami. I wasn't at Idaho. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in the middle of the country. <laughs> you were in the, you're, what is it, the NFL team, not in the NFL. Everybody knows Miami. Listen, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm a Heisman Trophy uh, candidate. I, all over, you know, the defensive player of the year. The co- Are you kidding me? See, I was telling me I was down here getting high this whole time, and nobody said a word. No Come kidding. But then, but then you've, I, I, but then when they've heard, I mean, there have been stories that have come out of, like, I think the Chicago Bears were saying that a lot of the players were getting high before the Super Bowl in 2007. So then you hear things like that, and you're like, Okay, why why drug test these guys? <laughs> why even drug well, test I mean, them? Well, 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 they did. They just mortgaged the whole collective bargain agreement so they could smoke. So, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 were they were adamant about it. That's just my medicine. Well, I'm like, yeah, no, that ain't what it is. Because there's only one drug test all year long, and you guys all know what it is, right? Whenever you go back for your OTAs, they call in the linebackers and the receivers this day. Then tomorrow we got the running backs and the DBs, and tomorrow we got the after that we got the O line, D line, and if they don't get you this time, they'll get you the next time. <laughs> God, same program, same program. So one thing I had to do is just avoid one drug test, and then now you can go, you know, medicate yourself however you want to. Do whatever you want to do. Did you ever? Man, did you ever play? Out. Did you ever play smoking, or were you with players that did? No, no, I didn't play smoking. Okay, no, that's my sanctuary. That's my sanctuary. I could I could go burn one after the game and then you know talk about the game afterwards with a you know nice drink in your hand, have your nice you know stogie and your nice drink afterwards, you know, on your patio in your nice spot. There's no reason to interrupt the, the sinker game with a, with a with, with what what I, I, I whenever I'm getting on my herb. I'm raiding the refrigerator or the stove. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> quarterback, quarterback, ain't on the menu. <laughs> I'm in a different mind frame. I'm in a different mind frame, brother. So he you know me. I don't, I don't know. I, the, the, the quarterback, he he's sober. So why ain't I? I can't. I, I, can't. I, I I'll say this. I've I, I covered I covered the NFL for since uh, 2003 until about 2012. I was covering Bears uh-huh. games. And it's true. I mean, I've been around NFL players and they say that for three hours, you're almost lining up and you're, you're, uh, you're smashing into a garage for three hours. You're pretty much just lining up and going into that. And I would look at some of these players and they would be in the locker room, bloodied, all kind of wobbling around. And then I'd see them get in the car and drive themselves home. And I was always like, I'm, how do you, how do you even get in the car afterwards? Oh, no, no. You got you to get home. <laughs> you got to get home because that's what the comfort is. You, you get in your big chair, you get in your big couch or your lounge chair, whatever you got at the house. Trust me. And the wife got you set up. Trust me. Your, your drinks, your food, whatever you like is right there, baby. Oh. Hey, that's the one time you get treated right. When you, when you, 
beat up. <laughs> how long? How long does it take for you to recover? When you're when you're playing those, uh, when you're playing in a sixteen week in a sixteen week season, how long does it take you from the end of a game to feel somewhat normal to play another game in like six days? That's why this Thursday night thing is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because you are a zombie until about Tuesday night. Damn. Yes. Until about Tuesday night. And then that Tuesday night, you're going, oh, we got Wednesday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's work, day, it's work day Wednesday, buddy. No doubt about it. I mean, that's the that's a, that's a coaches I had. It, it, Wednesday's the work day. So let's get it. And then you go through that Wednesday, and then Thursday is the blitz and two minute and, you know, sharpening everything up. <laughs> Then you get a little, little reprieve on Friday. Saturdays are mop it up, special teams, you know, special situations, end of the game things, nothing really. And then you play Sunday. So there's no way you're ready on Thursday. Your body is saying, what the hell are you doing? I was going to say, that sounds so painful. <laughs> now that you just laid oh, it out like that. I, oh, Thank God. I, thank God I never had to do that. I, I just, I mean, shit, Monday night short week on the road is tough. Yeah. Yes, that yes. sounds awful. Trust me, coming out of coming out of Monday night, going the next week on the road to play on the road is damn tough. I'm only assuming that cross country flights are the worst thing you can do after that. I couldn't imagine them making somebody go across the country for a Thursday night game. That's why they all kind of regional. They do a good job. Of it. It's New York versus you know Washington or you know uh, something like that, uh, Jacksonville or Miami or. Uh, Tampa, Atlanta, something like that. You know, not not long. You know, Carolina. You know, Atlanta. You know, they they do a good job of not making it too far of a trip. But your body's still going. What are you doing? It's <laughs> 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 Thursday night, dog. You tripping? <laughs> well, and now now when we go to things like that, now when we talk about things like that, you then look at a guy like Tom Brady, who is in his forties, playing on and off, retiring. What do you make of that? And when did you know it was time to to stop playing? Well, I didn't have, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have a double team every time he you know shows up into a a place. He's just got to be cerebral and and throw the ball with his arm and depend on the men around him to protect him and go catch the ball. You know, zip code, area <laughs> code kind of guys. So he has a different he has a different option than me. When I when I said I wouldn't I I was done. Is when I couldn't rush the passer like I wanted to rush the passer, and I knew it was, I, I went. I could tell you the exact play. I went to Green Bay, and Brett Favre comes out in the second half, and he comes out, breaks the huddle, and he does that little shimmy. I said, "Oh, I know what that is. That's play action." Man, I knew it was play action. The guy that was blocking me, I couldn't even name you the guy that was blocking me. I think his name was Coolidge, maybe, and he's nobody. I had a dead one-on-one. I knew it was play action. Couldn't get home. He let it go. 85 yards later, it was a touchdown. I said, yep, it's time to go home. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't watch this on Monday. I, I, I go crazy watching myself not rush the pass on a blatant one-on-one. And I knew it was a one-on-one. I knew it was a pass. I, what? I can't, I can't pull that trigger? Oh. I gotta go home. Well, that I was go I, I. You know that better than I do. I remember watching you and still remember saying you're a beast. And I, I was like, I don't even know how this guy can retire because I still think you can. I still think you can play now. <laughs> I look at you and I've seen the size of you, no, and I'm like, no, you look like no, you. Can, you look got, like you can still play. I got a brand. I got brand new hip. Is really fooling you because I walk better now. But no, I can't. Even <laughs> get in my to get in my stance to think about it, it hurts. <laughs> wow. No, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. I I had a wonderful 13 year run, and I and I closed the curtain on myself, and I and I like and I like where it left me. It left me as the 280th member of the Fo- Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you can never take that away from me. So I'm good. No, cannot take that away from you. What did you do in I'm terms good. of in, in terms? I mean, Hulk Hogan had a saying that when he was done wrestling. Ooh. It was hard for him to go bowling when he's used to selling out Madison Square Garden three three nights in a row, and it's hard to go bowling on a Saturday night when you've done that. What did you What do you do that's to fill different. that void, no, that no, adrenaline? See that, see that? See that's very different. When you wanted to, you know, like like my my backup in college said, the most electrifying man in professional sports. <laughs> you know, that's a one That's a one man act. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we'll get when to him in a second. Football. Don't you worry. No, 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 no. That's what I'm telling you. It, when you're a wrestler, 
that's a one-man act. It's, it's about you and your stick and, you know, eat your vitamins and, you know, listen here, brother, when Hulkamania goes wild on you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so, so when, when you're talking about an individual person in his little Speedos out there getting down, I'm in the middle of it. Of, it's, I'm one of 11, and I play the ultimate team sport. But the one thing that, you know, kind of got me right was dancing with the stars and uh, TV. Because all the aggression that I had for those Sundays became, turned into a smile and joy and fun. It wasn't about going to destroy somebody's team and burn down the city and leave one person to take to tell the story. You know, that was my mentality on Sunday. <laughs> I went from that to, you know, I got to be entertaining on the television for four hours. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that's, easy. that's not easy. So, you know, me and Marshall had to develop a relationship to where we were friends sometimes. We was adversaries sometimes. Sometimes we was come, come, uh, on the same team. Sometimes we we had to switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it gave me a whole new. It gave me a whole new genre of of things to play with. You know, instead of one game to worry about, and I had thirteen. You know, and then you got to pick the games, and then they put it up if you right or wrong. You know, and you can have fun with that, and you know, just it, it gave me a whole new new spin on life. It, it really, it really opened up doors that, that I had never even thought that you know I would walk through. Yes, the broadcasting side is always shockingly harder for a lot of people. It's tough. It's tough. What you did was harder, but the broadcasting is hard to do. I had a good teammate. When you got a good teammate and a great boss, it's easy. Gotcha. Because they're gonna allow you to make. They're gonna allow you to make mistakes. They're gonna allow you to you know do what you do and be who you are. And that was the best thing about the NFL Network. They let me do. They let me do me. Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? The drama queen? Yes. Yeah. I wish he'd go back into a seclusion where it's dark and <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that week a lot better. <laughs> that was nice. That was a nice reprieve. That was nice, right? It was nice. And then he, and then I mean, what's the hold up here? Is Green Bay asking for too much? I don't know. It seems like that was two weeks ago when he said That's he wants to play for the Jets. Like, like, like we can hear, we we can hear everything in the world about Lamar Jackson, and nobody knows anything about Lamar Jackson. But we got Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee talking about he intends to play. Ain't that tampering? I would say so. Yes. Right under contract with another team. Talking about you going to intend to play for them. I don't. I, I don't I see him that. playing I, for I them. You can do that. I didn't see him playing for them. That. Yes. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. You see it happening? Because he ain't going back to Green Bay. I don't see how he can, but like you said, they, they might be asking for a lot to just give away a MVP quarterback. What did, what did they get for the MVP quarterback? They lost to the Lions in week 18. That's true. At home. At home. That's and true. then I remember Tom Brady going in there throwing full picks to him in an NFC championship game. They inside the 10-yard line. And the coach took the ball out of his hand. So what are you getting for this? What, what, what are you getting for this MVP? <laughs> How many playoff games has he won? We can go all the way back to Colin Kaepernick dumping him out in San Francisco. What are we talking about? I remember that game, too. I mean, he, he, he's never done anything in Green Bay except go on the road, get hot, and, and beat the, the, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Stop, stop, stop! The guy, I understand he throws a pretty ball and all of that, but that ain't my quarterback. I want on a Sunday afternoon if I'm going for a Super Bowl run. Well, the question I had for you was he overrated, and that question has been answered. Oh, it ain't even close. But he throws a special ball and did some special things and did some forty-five, and the numbers was incredible. But the result. The, the, the actual product in the postseason, because you don't get to play the Detroit Lions twice, the Chicago Bears twice, and Minnesota twice. And we know what they are. Unfortunately, uh, yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. I, I, I was in the NFC North. I was in, that was my division for a very long time when I first got in this league. So you ain't telling me that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Minnesota's tough in their house because they pipe in noise. You get them outside the dome, they ain't nothing. Detroit is SOL. Same old line. That's it. 
<laughs> and the Bears haven't haven't had a quarterback since uh, Luck, see, Luckman. Luckman. So yes. What are we saying? It's it's yeah. been it's been very sad around here. It's not yeah, easy. it's not easy. In a place in a place that's built on defense and a running game, they have neither. And now they and with and with Chan, we're gonna balance this on a, a run pass option quarterback. <laughs> okay. No. And a quarterback driven league. Okay. All right. I just I don't see the plan. And if the plan is there, boy, somebody's really hiding a good one. Because <laughs> I don't see it. I really don't. I, I just don't see it. I like it. I like it. Um, in terms of you, you already mentioned his name before, Lamar Jackson. What are your thoughts on this guy? No, no, uh, no agent, okay. just running it okay. on his okay. own. No, 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 no. I mean, he's got somebody calling NFL teams for him who's not an agent. Yes, the man asked for a trade on March the second. Where was that news? Twenty. It's been twenty three days since March the second, hasn't it? Yes, twenty four days, three weeks, right? Right. Where was, this, where, where was this news? Because it would be, it, it, it would make no sense for you to call somebody's team if you've already told the team you with, I need a trade. <laughs> where was that? That should have been hot news right after March 1st, right? Yes. And Nobody he had, and he had to reiterate it today. He had to go on social media and say, I want it again, like we didn't know. That's the whole point. This man's got to clean this up because somebody's mudding the hell out of the water. And you look at Jim Harbaugh there, oh, love Lamar. Oh, oh we're, we're committed to Lamar. We're, we're talking about building our offense around. What? He won the MVP a couple of years ago. Give me a break on this. We love Lamar thing. Come on. Where the check at, man? <laughs> where the check at? Pay the this bad guy. Part about this is, it, 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 where's Ozzy at in this? Ozzy, you was the one that told us the man was a first-round pick and was going to be an NFL franchise uh, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And the man turned into this, and now y'all ain't got a check for him? Come on! <laughs> what, what, what am I missing here? Awful. What are we missing here? Awful. What are we missing here? So, they know I'm, 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 I'm going to go on to Stephen A. They got a lot of undercover people and this and that. And <laughs> Somebody knows something we don't know. <laughs> It's got to be, because, I mean, I've never heard anything, seen anything, dreamed anything. I mean, for 23 days, they wouldn't even tell us that the man has to be traded. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that would, be, that would be the first thing you would do is notify all NFL teams. Hey, uh, we, got a, we got a 26-year-old former MVP that wants to be traded. What? That's true. That is true. Let's not talk about the four-time MVP who is under contract for $58 million, who one team wants to hold another team hostage just to get, get him out of the door, and they've already committed to get rid of And we got a 26-year-old former MVP, <laughs> come on, who at one point last year, more than a month in the season, was outscoring 18 NFL teams by himself. Are you Jeez. kidding me right now? Nah, he was ridic- he's ridiculous. Ridiculous. The man's ridiculous. Is that a, is that a, and, and, he's throwing, and, he, and he's throwing the ball to people you couldn't pick out of a lineup. <laughs> That's true. That Except is true. Andrews, 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 right behind Kelsey and Kittles. He, he he's right there, top top four, top three tight end in the game. But other than him, Bateman and the rest of those guys, you like what? Who? <laughs> Come on, man. This man is electrifying in every way, shape, or form. And here's the worst part for Baltimore. You saw what it looks like without him. Exactly. We've all, we've all seen it without him. Oh, no, no. They have because they got to watch it doing practice. <laughs> you know, when the quarterback ain't under attack, when you're trying to get your rhythm and see where that play is going to be, and there it is, and they saw it then. Come on. Come on. You don't play like that just on Sunday. You do that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Come on. That's one thing I know about a football environment. It, it just don't come up on Sunday being bad. We was doing this all week. Damn. Damn. Uh, you say you say the uh, truth and it, it hurts every time. 
couple more for you because I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to keep you around too long. But I, I can talk to you for hours. No, no, no. You're you the greatest. Whatever you want, baby. I've been. I've been. I've been out of half seeing for a while. I, I'm ready to talk with you. Come on with it. I don't come know. I, couple more for you. Couple more for you. What? On, how come? come what is it? You're a three technique guy. Why is that such a hard position? to really develop as good as you were and how come those kind of why is that a why is that a, a hot commodity uh i say there's been three that's lived john randall started this thing i tried to perfect it and aaron donald took it to a whole nother level the thing about it is you have to be ambidextrous is that did i say that right you did good you for you put them both down Hey, you got to put them both down. That only places <laughs> I tried to get down. So that's too much. <laughs> so, Boom. Put we'll put you, we'll you put you on Jeopardy. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. That's my dream. That is my dream. Jeopardy, you Jeopardy? and the Olympics. Jeopardy and the Olympics is my dream. Really? That's my two dreams. That's my two dream. I won't go on Jeopardy so bad. What is? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to spin that giant wheel on the prices right. I want to see how how many how many loops I can make oh, with that. Oh, they they stopped the wheel now. I don't like it no more. They stopped the wheel. They, oh, they, they stopped, stopped the wheel. The wheel. Yeah, they stopping the wheel. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't roll like it used to when we were kids. No, it oh. doesn't roll freely anymore. They stop it. They ever stop since it. ever so since no. Drew Carey took over, I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I can't watch it. I can't. Yeah, yeah they stopping the wheel. I, I stopped watching when I say I say they stopping the wheel. I, I stop. I stop. No, no more boop. No, 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 no. It stops and rocks. Oh. Rocks back and forth at the end now. Although something tells me if you were to give that thing a spin, it would just roll into the crowd. No, but after you get it rolling, they apply the brakes. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, they're stopping it. Yeah, they're stopping it. Yeah, they're stopping the wheel now. Dang. No, the three technique is just uh, a glory position. It's almost like that the elephant position that Charles Haley brought because the Cowboys are still trying to figure out a way to get Michael Parsons to play at a at a all pro level week in week out. True. Well, sometimes it's a. It, it, hey, sometimes where you put them, it, it's just. Unless that's your natural position, and very few. I mean, it took me a year and a half to even put my right hand down on the left side. Took me a year and a half. I played one year the the, the reverse way, the backwards way, with my left hand down both sides. And I'm like, can't do this. If we're gonna do this, we got we got to commit to it. So it took me a year and a half to put that right hand down. Cause I was I was always the right tackle, and I put my left hand down in college, and we didn't switch sides. Interesting. When you're in college, they're not thinking about how to make you a, a Hall of Famer or you know give you a ten year career. They're trying to win the next game. <laughs> college, college ain't about you going on to the next level. That's that's on you to develop yourself. Jeez. Yeah. Interesting. Coaching. Interesting. Coaching. Coaching is what I'd say. Because I don't think kids today want to be coached. And I think some people are copping out that they don't want to be coached. So I, I, I'm going to be more of a friend than anything. Well, because now players can run coaches out. That's the problem. If you have nah, the coaches, players, it seems like the players have more power than coaches now. Which one? But I, I, I Last time I checked, every assistant coach in the league got a guaranteed contract, so shit, send me home. The check's still coming. <laughs> I'm going to coach you like I coach you. <laughs> Last time I checked, some contracts are guaranteed. You might be on NFL Network or, you know, doing something on the sideline or something for somebody, but trust me, that, that check that check's coming. They, they're not, uh-uh. Now let's, uh-uh. Uh, let, let's switch gears and talk about a former coach of yours, John Gruden. Uh-oh. What Can- happened? Well, he's he lost a job. He lost a job. He definitely they lost the locker room. That he was definitely a guy who lost the locker room. That's why they say that's the, one of the reasons they had to get rid of him. What do you make of that John Gruden situation? I, I, I who said he lost the locker room? That well, that's what they exactly. people in the media exactly. and pe- some people from exactly. the NFL Network. Exactly. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't lose. He didn't lose that locker room. No doubt. No way. So was he just was was that a setup? Was that a setup to just get rid of him? I don't. I you know what? I think that's a a, a pending legal thing. So we are gonna get to the bottom of it at some point. Got I it. I think he won every time he went to court with 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 the league, right? Right. So we'll 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 get to the bottom of that at some point. So that that's gonna pop his head back up. But I know one thing. 
I can't defend the, 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 the gay comments, and I won't try to. But one thing I will defend from him, he's not a racist. And the last time I checked, if I call somebody with big lips, big lips, that's called the truth. He, he never said when I come in the locker room, everybody look like DeMar Smith by the mouth. That's a racial trope. <laughs> he said DeMar's lips got soup coolers on the front of his mouth, and last time I checked, yeah, he does. I mean, you come on, man. Guys with big ears and big lips, they've been called big lip Johnny for the last 40 years. And I bet it's the first time in DeMar's life that he called it racist. That's true. But I uh, promise you he's been called big lip his whole life. There's no chance he ain't. Because I know the dozen games we play. <laughs> All right, because I, 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 I'm one of the few guys I was like, man, I think this guy got cheated. I, I think there's, some, there, there's a coup against this no, guy. not racist at all. Not racist at all. Got set up. All right, I got this for you. We went into the Washington organization to find out a workplace that wasn't, that was a toxic workplace, right? Right. How the hell does five emails from an ESPN commentator to his former boss, Bruce Allen, with uh, the, the can man, the head of the dude that started Hooters, and the other guy with the, the restaurants down in Tampa, Clemens and all of that. How, how the hell is that got anything to do with the toxic workplace? And out of 600,000 emails, that's the only five. We saw what? Five from Gruden and one from Adam Schefter? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if that's you and your lawyer, what's the first thing y'all ask for? It's discovery, right? Because I need to see all these other emails. <laughs> that's true. That's you true. Them. You have them. So so now, so now, if you're the defendant, the National Football League and the Washington Commanders, what do you do? You settle, right? Yes. you know. Because when we saw these emails, what a reply is that? Ain't that the whole thing of email? You send stuff, you get a reply back, and everybody chimes in, right? You're right. You're right. A hundred percent right. I would hope. I would hope if I'm sending an email to you, my man, and we going back and forth about a nice little healthy topic about whatever. I would hope you would hit me back and hit me with one. Come on, calm down with your rhetoric. Here. You know what I'm saying? Something, right? Yeah, nobody's nobody's gonna tell them to put the brakes on. You're right. You're right. Right? I just want to see the replies. Are these just one way emails? Yeah. Is he just re- is he just replied to himself? I agree with you. I agree with you. If he is, then I I, I would love to be exactly. on a constant email chain with a guy who's got no governor and not and just responding to himself. Like I said, let's let's just wait to see this legal case play itself out because. I, th- I think we got a couple more surprises coming. It won't be coming from the group side. I just, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna stand with my guy. He's not a racist. The the, the 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 homophobic stuff that he said, wrong. Agreed. I'm not gonna defend that. I I, I ain't even stepping my foot into that dead ass wrong, John. You know better. <laughs> you know Agreed. Better. Agreed. Yeah. But Agreed. also, but, but yeah, I'm but not. I, and I'm not. All my man. But the racist? No, he's not that. He's not a racist. I'm, I'm not, I, and I'm not sticking up for his comments at all. And I'm not, I'm not one of those people. That, no, I, not I, even. The only one I want off his resume is the racist, because that ain't, that ain't no. But back when I, he, but, I wouldn't walk in a racist office. I wouldn't eat at a racist house. Yeah. I wouldn't hang out with a racist and play golf with him. I wouldn't drink with him. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know, I'm from the South, baby. I'm from the great state of Florida. I know what they, I know what the racist look like, and the racist knows what I look like, because we don't hang. <laughs> <laughs> Now going from what? Not even a little bit. Now going from one weird story uh, to another one. Here's one more for you. Uh-oh. There are people. Got? There are NFL players currently that are saying the NFL is stop. scripted. Stop! 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 Are we talking about the the, the running back that ran for sixteen hundred and sixteen yards with sixteen touchdowns in sixteen games? That could be the person. That could be the person. Yes, it could be. I'm gonna name, I'm gonna name him off a name, and then my man Larry Johnson. Yes. What do you make of it? No, no, no. I I just asked you a couple questions. Are both of them vegan? I don't know. (laughs) But I know this. Aaron Foster walks into the NFL network with his chest stuck out, his jewelry on. I looked at him. I say, really? (laughs) Because me and Marshall Falk had already started this thing. And I said, running backs come a dime a dozen, two nickels every time. And Marshall (laughs) didn't say a word. I mean, he was quiet, (laughs) like, like a church mouse. And when we got off the air, he looked at me and said, really? That's how you're going to come at the running back? I said, you know, the best part about my comment? He said, what? 
I said, you didn't say a word, so I know I'm on to something. He said, he said hey, man, come on, relax. I said, no, no. I'm <laughs> I said, because the one thing I know about you, when we wake up at 4, 5 o'clock in the morning to do this show, all emotions is out the window. It, it's on. It's on. I mean, I just woke up. I ain't had breakfast. I ain't had coffee. You know what I'm saying? It's on. So I don't drink coffee, but he hadn't had his coffee, so it's on. He was like, big fella. You, you might be on the show. So I went from that. So Aaron Foster walked into the NFL Network with his chest tucked out. I looked at him. I said, dog, you know I had Roddy White in here two years ago, and he was the hottest receiver, and now we can't find him. I said, son, running backs come a dime a dozen, two nickels every time. And I say, and did I hear you're about to become a vegan? <laughs> He's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? I said, son, you are the target of 11 men every down. Because you don't have a quarterback in Houston if you don't know this. Let me help you out. <laughs> you don't have a quarterback in Houston. And you're about to be the, the, the main course, the appetizer, the side dish, the side, the dessert, and the after drink, after dinner drink. Do you understand, son? You are now port wine after I get finished chewing on you for four quarters. Do you understand? <laughs> and he's looking at me all strange. I'm like, son, you're not finna power this off zucchini and um eggplant. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> you better you better get you some steak and get you some poke and get you some chicken and oh no, 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 I'm going vegan and that. So you mean to tell me I knew that I would go to Oakland and only win fifteen games in the next four years and I didn't go over to Cincinnati? Exactly. Which is why? Which is why? Why are they? What? What is? The, what is the reason for them even saying this? Because they were they were attacked by eleven men, and their mind is going crazy. Gotcha. <laughs> we attacked them every Sunday. They 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 were they were the main course, the appetizer, the size, and the port after after dinner. <laughs> and they got lit up. <laughs> they got lit up. And now they want to they want to justify it in a crazy way. What? So you tell me Mike Vick knew that he was buying this house, but if he moved it only five miles over to this county, he would be legal and have, wouldn't have to go to jail or any of that. But he still went over there to the other one. You got, come on, man, stop. Stop. So if you're telling me a game that is ordained, then life is already. And you've already seen your outcome. And now what do you do? Just go down this line? I, I would I would I, I I agree with you, but I would say I would love for somebody to. I just want to have a conversation with them about you know like certain plays during a game that was set up with another play. You know you got to set these things up. And how do you ensure somebody catches a pass? That's the thing with me. There's a hail mary. How do you ensure that someone's going to make that catch? I just want to I just want to get all the plays where he fumbled. You didn't know you were going to fumble. Why didn't you take yourself out of the game? <laughs> Or why weren't you betting on the game? I would I'd be betting on no, all no, the no, games. No, no. Whoa, whoa, he was betting on the game too. No, I said I would be if I knew that there was a script. Nah, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go. No, no, I'm gonna no, go call my do bookie. Don't do, don't do that. Really, 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 just threw away eleven million dollars. And one of the greatest explanations I've ever heard is some foolishness. When people ask me what was I thinking, I tell them I wasn't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I love Ridley's explanation right there, boy. I said, you know what? Finally, said somebody said something that I could agree with because that John Morant shit. Oh, my mistake! What is the mistake, young man? You know, the whole point of an apology is to say, you know what? I did carry guns. I did drink a little bit. Like, I mean, say something. A mistake? Uh, yeah. What is that mistake? And I've learned from that mistake. What is that mistake? What is the thing that you are now fixing? Or, you know, I ain't talking about the treatment. You yourself personally. Because there's something in you that makes you take a gun on the road in an NBA game and then out at 5 o'clock in the morning in the strip club in, where, in the bathroom flashing a gun. And and <laughs> put yourself on social media. Not like someone else caught him. It was his social media. <laughs> I tell these kids all the time, don't let your timeline become your lifeline, sir. Ooh, that might be the quote of the day right there, Mr. Sapp. That might be the quote of the day. Now, <laughs> Do not let your timeline become your lifeline because I promise you, that, 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 that idiot over there that's cheering it on and giving you a like and a comment, 
ain't got no turkey or steak for your plate or your table. So please, act accordingly. <laughs> you are by far my favorite guest of all time. Last but not least, let me ask you this one. Okay. Give me a good rock story. You play with Dwayne Johnson in Miami. I want to hear a good rock story. All right. All right. Me, me, me and Dewey, because I don't call him the rock, because the rock <laughs> is the guy that wrestles on TV. And, you know, my kids made me go see him at WrestleMania when he came back to Miami. That's when I first saw it, other than on television. So me and him, <laughs> we call ourselves hacking gas, axe and smash, because we tag team. You know, he, I'm up first, he's behind me. Ed Ogeron is though the best and the worst D-line coach you ever want to have in your life. Because every day a three technique can't get reached and la la la, and then you can't get reached and then the slip block go the other way. You can't get scooped either. So you got you almost got to play perfect and you have no idea which way this thing is going. So me and him come together and one day I look at him I say, Yo man, we we got to take the bite out of this guy. He's like, What do you mean? I'm like, All right, if you line up and win a three technique, what's the worst thing that can't happen? You can't get reached. I said, there it is. I say, if I say, get him Dewey, go get him, don't ask anything. You hear my voice. I sneeze. A fake sneeze is a reach block. (laughs) (laughs) Play the reach. I'm telling you, play the reach. It did what we got in the pass rush. We we took away uh, our old line coach's first sound. Because that's the worst one. First sound. You know, go. And, you know, you ain't ready. So, we, we said if we made a sound, it was a reach, and if we made any other sound, it was on first sound. You got to deal with the, with the hut, the one and two. You got to deal with that. But we ain't going to get caught on a first sound because Ogeron, you got to get off the ball. You got to get – so we were, <laughs> we were trying to figure out a way to cheat it, but without cheating. <laughs> so we get in there, and, and I swear to you, Dewey's, Dewey's down there. And I said, get him, smash! And it was a, and it was a slip block. <laughs> He went outside. The guy went inside. Oh, my God. Ogeron looked at him. He's not even looking at Ogeron. He's looking directly at me like he wants to kill me. And I'm looking at him. And and, and I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what lie I'm to tell him. And I went, I missed the signal. He said, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he never got me back. So I love him for that. But boy, that, boy, we used to do the worst, boy. But we were the best together. But boy, we did some dirty stuff to each other. And I got him real good one time. He looked at me like he wanted to kill me. I said, "My bad, dog. I missed the single." <laughs> <laughs> he is NFL Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. I'm having him on again, and I want to keep doing podcasts with you. So I appreciate you coming on. Let's do more. Anytime you're ready for this podcast, I'm available. Let's do Warren Wednesday. How about that? I'm down. I am down, especially with the NFL season. You find us a spot and let's go. All right? I'm in. He's Warren Sapp. I'm Dan Levy. Thanks again for all those that are listening. This has been LevyCast Special Edition with Warren Sapp. And just remember, folks, please remember to subscribe, comment, review, do everything you can to get this podcast out and running. We love it so much. And anybody who wants a good laugh or wants to be entertained should listen to this podcast. So for everybody, including Warren Sapp, thank you all for listening. I'm Dan Levy. We'll talk soon. See ya.